from the Beach Bungalow. Beach Bungalow Live. I'm Nate. I'm Matt. And I'm Pat. And this is Live from the Beach Bungalow. Today we have a very special guest in honor of Nate's big announcement that he is going to be a dad this February. We have the the father of all fathers, the father of all podcast fathers. It is Clem, the host of Podfathers, a Barstool Sports podcast. We're really happy to have you, man. Happy to be had. Um, Podfather, father of all fathers. I'm not. I will not wear that crown. I, I could. I know what I'm like. Off. I mean, even on my podcast, I'm not even the father of all fathers. I just bitch and moan about my kids all day, and then uh, I do that off the podcast as well as well as like basically just get like my wife puts out every fire I start. But uh, Nate, welcome to the club. You're on your way. Thank uh, you're going through it in a pandemic, which is a heck of a way to like, just kind of like get your last few months of uh, solo, just you and the woman. And then you're going boom, kid into the life. Hopefully this thing is gone. Cause you're going to need to get out of the house and just like be around <laughs> other humans. If we're where we were like last March, next March, you're in for that's the thing though I'll, I'll go on a little rant here but um i i always thought people that had a kid um right when this all went down obviously in the hospital sucked but once they got home you don't like the worst part is you feel like you're missing stuff people didn't feel like they were missing they still don't feel like they're missing anything there's nothing yeah. going on no bars are open you go on instagram and you just are like every time you click an instagram story you just hate that person's guts i just stopped using instagram stories altogether <laughs> so uh hopefully in some way somehow you don't feel like you you got the fomo going on so yeah no we thank you yeah we're really excited we got a lot coming up so obviously we're just in like kind of nest mode where we're trying to we're trying to build everything and actually we're in the process of selling our current house and buying a new house. So it's been a whole thing trying to go to trying to go to open houses and scheduling meetings with a pregnant wife and, and masks and all that shit that comes along with it. You oh, know? masks. And yeah, you don't want to pass it. Oh God, I didn't even so, think about that. And, and like the real estate market kind of booming in a way. Every yeah. single person I know is like, I just sold my house for more than I put on the market for. So I'm sure it's a lot of fun trying to find and then bid on houses that are just going off and they have to sell something too. Oh man, you're going through it, Nate. You're going through it <laughs> this right is now. just life. This is life one step at a time. <laughs> I don't envy I Nate it. right now. No, see, I usually I'm, I usually don't, but I definitely don't right but now. now too. <laughs> yeah, I'm the anti Nate. I never want to have kids. So hearing all that, I'm like, good for me. <laughs> but maybe though, someday. Well, we'll see. We'll see, huh? Yeah. What what's a typical day in the life of like what was today like for you, for example? Uh. So yeah, this is, I'm, I'm, I can already tell I'm going to like start getting angry at my coworkers. I just think about it. Cause like my day starts at about six o'clock when half my coworkers are probably like still sleeping, like been sleeping for like three <laughs> hours by that point, six o'clock, you wake up, deal with whatever kid is bothering you at the time. I got the little one who's two, I got a five-year-old. So the, fi <laughs> the two-year-old is driving us crazy in the mornings. Then the seven, the five-year-old were trying to get her like dress and all that stuff. 
And then daycare just started. Thank God, Nate. Daycare is is, <laughs> daycare. is a savior. I was not a daycare kid growing up. I don't know how my parents dealt with me. Then once he's out, you got to get the five year old all set up. You have to feed him apparently. You give him breakfast, <laughs> and then I like actually get to start trying to like work at like eight thirty. And I have a fake job, so that's all this stuff I'm complaining about. And my job is fake talking about nonsense and then i do that basically till five o'clock and then uh you're in charge of dinner you're in charge of all this stuff uh and then yeah bedtime uh shower bath whatever it may be it's just non-stop it's just non-stop so once nate i'll tell you this much this will be my one piece of advice from the time they're born to the time they start crawling but more so walking you're kind of in like the safe mode at that point but once they start once they're completely mobile that's when you start getting these bags under your eyes. Like I had bags <laughs> under my eyes as a kid. I have luggage now. I always say, man, because it is a nonstop grind. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand how you do that. Like I have, I have a cat and I'm like, wow, you got to get fed again. Like another, <laughs> another bowl of food in two days. Like that is unbelievable to me. How you have to yeah. take care of being. I didn't even think about like the whole poop side of things and piss yeah. and everything that comes out the same way. And uh, yeah, it's just like the little victories of once you don't have to do <sighs> things anymore, those are like when you start getting happy where our little guy is just starting potty training. So I, I pray to God, but yeah, like that's, the, that's actually a good advice for people. Like get a cat, get a dog, get like a pet that you actually have to take care of and start there bird. and then yeah. Helping bird. Exactly. Whatever it takes. Yeah, that's like uh, playing mini golf compared to going out and playing in Augusta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hundred million percent. And I always say this and Nate, I hope this. if, if you've ever listened to Podfathers, and I didn't scare you straight, I'm never going to scare you straight now, but like everyone says, Oh, you get married or you move in with a girl and stuff like life doesn't really change at all. At least, at least it didn't for me and a lot of my buddies. When you have a kid, I don't even, I, I, I'm being hundred percent honest. I don't even remember what life was like before a kid. It's, and it was only five years ago. It's just completely different. And there's no other way to describe it. Um, I'm going to stop talking now because I can see panic setting into Nate's face. <laughs> no, no. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's blissful ignorance and excitement right now. I'm in this. That's how we live I'm, here at the No kids. I'm, yeah. And I'm just like excited. <laughs> it's, it's what I've wanted since I was like 15. I've always been like, I want to grow up and I want to get a good girl and I want to get a kid. And that's just been what I've wanted. And here I am. It's like finally coming to fruition. It's like I'm playing game seven. That, hey, man, that's that, that's the biggest thing, though, because I was in the same boat. Like, I always wanted kids, had a, got a good girl, got someone I knew would be a good mom, all that stuff. We have a good family. And once you get into that mode, it's like, at this point, it's like, the other because in the other side of it, is I remember five years ago, like, all my other friends are going, and we weren't doing anything. We're just sitting. All the hangovers hurt a thousand times more than they did when we were in our, like, mid-20s. And we just all kind of grew up. And it's like, what else are you going to do? And so, go for it, man. Got to go for it. And if we could become a quarter of the dads we're hopefully building today, it's going to be a W. Yes. Awesome. See, I did the cat thing a couple of years ago, doubling back on the cat thing. And <laughs> me and my horrible. now fiance, then girlfriend, we got the cat and we ended up giving the cat to my mom after like two weeks. We could not handle it. <laughs> What's the return policy on kids? <laughs> yeah, Can you just give them to your mom? <laughs> well, all right, so we've had a dog for like two years, so it's not that bad. We're, we're in the ins and out. We it's it's they kind shit of outside things. though, don't they? Well, no, but well, in kids the sense, shit outside sometimes. Well, they're not supposed to. Though. <laughs> I don't think I wouldn't know. In the sense of it's difficult in the beginning, and then you kind of find your groove and figure it out. And so I assume a kid's going to be somewhat similar, where we're going to it's kind of working hard, and you kind of find your groove, and then you get to the next step, and and you're on to the next. 
when you're when you're younger and your parents are always like too tired dad will you throw the ball do we do this do we do that and they're always too tired it's because you like broke their soul you broke their spirit you broke their energy but you're gonna also realize like it's all right to do that kind of stuff the other way because you're just going through it it's just human like the the human spirit somehow just does enough it's like the woman's body they can handle having the kid getting it out all the stuff that goes into it it's a gnarly process which is a whole other episode we want to get into that one um but like you, you are built for this. It will take every ounce of your soul and body and everything in your mind, but you will somehow survive it because a billion other people on the planet are going through it right now with you. And I'll be there with you, Nate. Me, I appreciate you, that. Clown. <laughs> These guys and their cats or their former cats. Me and Matt will watch, we'll watch, but like, I'm, I don't want to touch it. Yeah, you'll watch yeah. with a whole lot of disposable income too, because these things ain't cheap. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch from Italy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I did have one question because you are you are like a father and you are a mm-hmm. homeowner, and I'm currently looking for homes. And we were just you know going around. We went to a couple showings and stuff, and we went to this one house, and we both sat there and we're like holy shit this place is awesome it has this built-in bar it had a movie theater downstairs and we were talking to our realtor and he was like just so you know i have i have a two-year-old kid and i haven't watched the movie in two years <laughs> like <laughs> sat down and watched the movie so he, it was like this house is nice it's not practical for what you're going through right now so i was wondering is there one thing about like a house that is very practical like should i go and get like a really cool like man cave or like something some like escape place or should i be concerned about like a living area where i can put all the play shit your real estate agent did you a solid there because when you started with the bar i'm like oh this poor sweet child and then the movie theater which i mean that kind of turns into the just figure everything's going to turn into the kid stuff and you're going to get squeezed and squeezed and squeezed just make sure you obviously you have enough bedrooms in like this, the right spots and everything if you want all the kids on the same floor or whatever because mm-hmm. i know that sometimes gets weird houses a big living spot Definitely a spot that becomes like a playroom for them. And then like, I, I do think like I, I currently have the basement right now. It was like my, it's my last bastion. It's the last thing I'm going to lose. I know I'm going to lose it though. And then I'll be just kind of shoved into one of the extra rooms. And then when they all start moving out, that's when you start moving back into your house. Um, so that's one. Uh, if you go into a house in like the burbs, don't go crazy with property i got an acre and a half here it was not worth it it's just not there's trees everywhere don't worry about trees and all this stuff it's a little nice all those kind of things but with the kids i mean just make sure you have enough space where you're comfortable do not underbuy. like make sure you have enough room for the kids and you know you to grow into because i have some buddies who got houses like they got their starter houses and they're kind of like oh we're gonna be all right and now the wives are ready to murder them because they need to get a bigger house and so yeah, you're what murder you nate that's kind of where we are now so <laughs> it was it was just the two of us and we got the dog and this house is perfect and now we're like all right she's four months pregnant right now we got to get in a new house before this baby comes <laughs> yeah yeah so just be smart with it and that's the thing is don't settle though because if you say they're gonna be pissed but yeah all the all the fun stuff fun not important that's done fun is done <laughs> that should i'm gonna put that on a shirt fun is done that's fun what done. fatherhood is all about that's for the other, the other two boys there <laughs> is, we go <laughs> is beer done though because that's the big one for nate no actually beer can only this could be just the beginning i was never really a guy <laughs> no. I, I, oh I my was, god like Don't i like say the, that to him <laughs> i'm not i was never a big like social like a, a night drinker right just to like kind of take the, the edge off of work or the day 
that changes though because you these kids just ride you especially during this pandemic my wife and i have been casually sipping drinks with dinner and stuff and we never did that before the kids definitely bring that out in you so whatever oh, you have God, now great. sprinkle that on top we're just gonna nice. sprinkle a little wow. booze on the little casual drinking so instead of yes. just binge drinking i'll start casual drinking too yeah exactly, Can't exactly. Wait. <laughs> but you know the i'll tell you nate the first time you have a hangover and then you have to watch a kid oh and keep it alive God. You will never drink. I just, you can't do it. When we drink hard, it's on a day where we know we're waking up somewhere else and we have like a yeah. day to recover because like the grandparents are watching the kid. We do not go anywhere near, we can't be anywhere near our family like with a hangover because you, you'll do it once because everyone does it once. You think you're still living that old life. <laughs> once that baby's born, that life no longer exists. You don't realize it until that first hangover. I guarantee you this. Sounds fun. I can't imagine <laughs> trying to change a shit-filled diaper well, I'm hungover, already gagging. It just it does yep. not sound fun. <laughs> Nate, before we sorry, before we start the chat, I gotta know how many beers does it take now for you to be hungover the next day? I know it's a little off topic. I gotta no, know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I'm not one to count, and it usually <laughs> depends on the concentration of it no, all. That's because you lose count. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> we'll call it five plus. No, um, I don't know, maybe like a dozen. Something yeah, around a dozen, I can safe. I can start to feel my hangover, which it was not that before, and I can only imagine it getting worse. Yeah. I think I'm at two. I think I'm at two beers. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> at like two, man. Yeah, but you're drinking guavarito, which is just straight sugar. I'm at li- I'm <laughs> oh. limerita now. So <laughs> that was the dad in me coming out. I just saw that and I was just thinking that's fifteen Disappointment. Grams of sh- Twenty-three grams of sugar in there, man. Oh god, I can feel the hangover sitting in just seeing that. <laughs> I'm right. an old man. All right. Well let's let's hit our draft. We get a father themed draft because Clem is here to give Give us some advice on how to be the perfect dad. So it's only right that we do a draft themed uh, off of that same um, idea. So for today, Nate, what are, what do we have for a draft? We know that we are all having fun with uh, our movies and our TV shows. And so we have all these great fictional characters. And what we want to do is build the perfect dad using elements of these different fictional characters. We want um, to basically Frankenstein together the perfect father figure cool nate hit the randomizer let's randomize randomizer that's what got me in this situation (laughs) (laughs) all right first overall is going to be nate second will be pat third is matt and finally batting fourth cleanup will be clem um all right so i have a few good ones um, my first overall, the first thing that came to my mind, and he's not technically a father, but it's very important. He's a father figure. I'm going to take Qui-Gon Jinn, and I want his patience because I mm. imagine raising little Anakin must have been so annoying. Was Anakin raised by Qui-Gon? Well, he's Obi-Wan's Padawan. You want to get fucking technical with it. I mean, you mean Obi-Wan, right? Oh, so am I, am I way out? You, have you ever have you ever seen a Star Wars? You ever I done one of them? I did Star Wars. <laughs> okay, so Qui Gon, Qui Gon trained Obi Wan, but Qui Gon yeah. died before Anakin began his training. So he didn't have to put up with Anakin at all. No. Nate, no. Nate, let me start. Life. So you open up on a ship. In the <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to take Obi Wan? Was Obi Wan? Yeah, can I the take Obi Wan? You could take Obi Wan. Oh, no, nice. Obi Wan. But we'll still call it a bad pick. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Because you, you also have to remember that Obi-Wan, he had the patience. He also helped, like, not check, like, didn't get the checks and balances and helped create the most evil person in a galaxy far, right. far away. Yeah. So you could have patience. Maybe you needed to be a little less patient, a little stricter in some parts, or let some things go. 
Darth Vader killed a lot of people. He killed, <laughs> a, he killed lot of people. a lot of people. Oh. A lot of people. So, all right. So his father figure might have missed a couple key teaching moments. <laughs> but So I'm going to take the clear second overall. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Sean Connery from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So Indiana Jones' father. And I just want, like, like the dad vibe he gives off. It's very reminiscent of my dad where like there's very quick to frustration and he's trying to teach his son things and his son is thick headed and impulsive. And like, that's, that's what I think of when I think dad, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's very similar to me and my dad's relationship and how that was. <laughs> also calling your kid junior is like a really oh, it's cool so thing. Good. It's so good. <laughs> junior. Junior. Does he come with the accent as well? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Gotta give him the accent. Gotta go. I'll, I'll co-sign the accent. Yeah. The accent so I'm God. taking the fatherly vibe of him and plus. also the accent. Okay. Dad vibe plus accent. All right. Well, I feel a little bit self-conscious with my first overall pick, but I'm taking Darth Vader. But I'm only taking an element. I'm only taking an element, and it's just wanting him to follow in his dad's footsteps kind of deal. Yeah. See, he always, he, he really wanted Luke to be in on the family business. I just think that that's admirable. My dad um, wanted me to be an accountant because um, he's an accountant. So very similar. Plus, like your dad, sexy as hell. Math is the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Math is the dark side. <laughs> that's the thing though. Darth Vader, it's such a shame that we didn't see sexy Darth. I mean, he kind of, once, once obviously the end of three happened, he, he lost, he was sexy. Let's call, oh, yeah. let's call a spade a spade. Right? Oh yeah. And yeah. he had the eyes were burning and the little scar, a little bad boy. To yep. him. I, I was down with a little Hayden Christensen, Darth Vader. There. <laughs> I mean, he sure. went with all leather. So like, <laughs> what'd you expect? Depending on what you're into. <laughs> That's true. You don't get Portman by mistake. You don't no, get Natalie Portman by mistake. <laughs> no one falls into Natalie Portman. <laughs> yeah. I like that one too. Cause my dad has a family business. I didn't take over obviously, but um, like, it's <laughs> nice to have, like he would have been more than happy. It's just, he knew I was not a pool guy. He does, he installs pools, all that kind of stuff. And he knew I didn't have it in me, which I guess <laughs> kind of takes me into my pick here for my first pick. You need to have someone who's handy who can fix things when stuff goes around the house. I will be paying someone to basically do everything in my house. We were talking about houses earlier. You're going to have a lot of things that you're going to need to fix, Nate. You're going to realize the people who had the house before you went like cut corners and did all this stuff and to get it fixed, to get to code, all this nonsense. It's going to be a nightmare. That's why I need fix it. Felix's fixing abilities on wow. things. Just you bang the little hammer there, fix it all up straight up stud in terms of fixing stuff. Cause that's what that does. Felix. I, I could have sworn this was a Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Yeah. Oh, he stuck at fixing things. He was funny. He was entertaining. <laughs> he, he roared at you, but he stuck at it. And then he made the house worse. And then the mom had to keep the whole house together, which is like what usually happens. Let's yeah, be honest. That's here, very right? <laughs> classic. Classic. Uh, My wife already's living that life. Yeah. Arr? <laughs> um, so I think all dads have dad strength. I think that's kind of what you yep. get. Mm -hmm. I got like a, a smidge more strength. Not a lot. I'm going to go though with super duper dad strength. And we're going with the mountain from game of Thrones. Just have that guy as wow. basically my bar kid comes out. I just become the mountain. I can just crush skulls, <laughs> literally crush skulls. Cause like right now, if like my kids have bullies, there's a good chance that dad's going to be stronger than me. Not if I have the mountain strength. <laughs> right. So I'm thinking the mountain strength. Yeah. It, it's the old, my dad could beat your dad up. It's like, Oh yeah, yeah. no, he fucking yeah. can't. <laughs> he crushed, he crushed little Jimmy's dad's skull the other day. for fun <laughs> with one of his hands. <laughs> 
All right, great. Those are two good picks. I feel like I need to take my dad's strength pick now. Um, so I'm going to go, and this is kind of recency bias because I just watched this movie Saturday. Uh, I'm going to go with the T-Rex buck from The Lost World Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, so you fuck with the kid. Not only is he going to get the kid back, he's going to throw your shit off a cliff. He's going to rip you in half. He's going to follow you into a waterfall. He's just going to go to, you know, the lengths he needs to go to to get his revenge if you fuck with his kid. And for the record, stronger than the mountain. Well, (laughs) I'm not one to call anyone out. We don't know. (laughs) We never saw mountain versus T-Rex, so we cannot confirm. Thanks a lot, Benioff and Weiss. Yeah. (laughs) I love that we're going to have – if we had a run on dad at dad's, dad's ring picks, like a run on wide receivers in a fantasy. Yeah. 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 Just get, I'm going to get sleeper value at the end of the draft of my dad's strength. Or to fill those slots. Everyone else – it's like when everyone else has a quarterback. Yeah, it's the same yeah. exact way. I like that. Yeah, I can, I can wait on my dad's strength now. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to zag on him, I guess, a little bit to go away from the, the dad's strength. I'm going to go with uh, Chevy Chase as Clark Griswold from uh, mm-hmm. National Lampoon's Family Vacation. And I'm going to take his perseverance and ability to, to take a shitty family situation, like a road trip, where you have all these expectations where it's going to be fun and you're going to do all this shit, but then you realize when you get there, you're like, no, like I have kids. I need to deal with this shit. And he's <laughs> able to make the most of it and still find time to bond with his son uh, through all of that until the end. And he has, you know, the, the collapse. The breakdown. Fun. Uh, Wally World and it's closed but it, that's also like I remember taking trips with my dad down to Florida and going to Disney World and it's very reminiscent of that you know just trying to keep driving for 24 hours at a time you know and he's like hasn't slept in two days and we're sleeping at motels and stopping at south of the border like that's a very reminiscent of what I had. Oh south of the border those signs were the best they only came oh, yeah. to keep you going because yeah. like I, I can't like kids now they can just go on their phones or whatever their iPads those south of the border signs are like all right you know, five more miles until like you're a wiener at Pedro's is going to be here yes. I need to get there. And I, I always say this because we used to do the rides down too, because my sister had bad ears with her ear infections. We couldn't fly that goddamn oh God. jerk. It was a killer. <laughs> so I could still smell the car because yes. you'd start, it would just be the regular car. And by the time you would like the 12 hour mark, the car just stunk the garbage like a family. Yeah, it's a garbage can. It's it was fun stank. My parents were with me and my three massive brothers down to Florida like multiple times. It's just like, why would you even do that? Just like sell one of us. If, if you just like sold that. the young one, you could pay for the flight for the other yeah, three. Exactly. Well, that's what you guys were talking about giving kids away before. I'm like, these things catch a lot on the black market if you guys are being serious. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if you guys really want to make some money here, it's, you don't just give it to your mom after two weeks. You just sell it and you make a ton of money. And the other one lives a really good life. <laughs> I've actually never been to a south south of the border. Oh, you got to go. It's awful. I, it's awful. <laughs> it's so awful. It's so bad. I feel like it's probably, uh, probably like a Space Jam situation. It's like, it's great if you experience it as a kid, but don't go as an yeah. adult yep no yep and it hasn't changed like the space jam website you guys no. have you guys seen the website it's the same yeah. since like 1997 yeah. Yeah. or whatever that's, that's awesome. like the south of the border menu <laughs> um all right. all right i'm gonna take my next pick and this person is cunning and smart and knows how to get do what they have to do to get the job done and also has a very good hot dog impression i'm taking mrs doubtfire Robin Williams and Mrs. Delphine. Okay. They will do what it takes. It's a, he's a family man through and through. And 
he is just, I'm taking his ingenuity and his ability to think on his feet and come up with a solution to a problem. I got a little scared there that you were going to take one of my picks and I got, <laughs> I got, I got frightened and I was like, oh, here we go here. Uh, I, I like the pick. I also love how Mrs. Doubtfire, he was like a, like a crappy dad. And then he just became a good dad by throwing on a wig and like makeup. Even though I thought Sally Fields was kind of like a jerk in that movie. Let's be honest. Little, if yeah. you watch it like more recently and you see it through like an adult size, you're like, yeah, of course he was a crappy dad. You were yeah. an awful wife. <laughs> hated her. Hated her in that movie. Do you have to wear the makeup though to have all those like superpowers come out? Like not superpowers, but like I feel <laughs> well, like the Sean Connery accent's coming. You yeah. got to like put the Where's lemon meringue pie suit? at the very least. <laughs> Maybe just the pie in the face. <laughs> Yeah, oh, daddy, dad needs to be nice. Pie in the face, and you're a good dad, just like that. <laughs> and then I can just tell jokes. And... <laughs> Get it? All right, so that's my pick, and I'm going to take another one. I'm taking this person's dad jokes, and it's going to be John Matrix from Commando. And they're not necessarily dad jokes because they're all about the people that he's killing. But when he tells that guy on the plane that he that the or he tells the stewardess that that guy on the plane is dead tired, that's the kind of jokes that I want to make. <laughs> Like murdery jokes? Yeah, like murdery like, killing jokes. Very funny. Now is Clem, you can you can probably comment on this. Is killing people part of being a dad? I mean, you think about killing people all the time. <laughs> Yourself <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, exactly. Including myself. I'm not going to say if there's anyone else that lives in the same house as me on that list too. But there's a lot of dreams about killing a lot of different people at all different times. So, yeah, that that one kind of plays off. And the dad jokes is a real thing because it starts. I realize this. You tell jokes to your kids that they can understand. So it's like, oh, what did the tree say to the stick? Leave me alone. And then you like try to build on that and you make dumb jokes. And then you start saying those around your friends and are like, shut the hell up, dude. We're not like a five-year-old. Like that's a terrible dad joke. So um, you'll, you'll be there pretty soon, Nate. But I, I oh, like great. that. Just don't bring that dad. Don't bring that killer like dad jokes around me. I got mountain strength. And we got T-Rex <laughs> over here. So yeah, I don't want you to say that to. So smash your goddamn head, Nate. <laughs> is, is Nate, is dad Nate going to no longer be able to connect to us? Like we're going to eventually get on these calls and it's going to be like, who is Nate? Well, so I actually listened to a recent episode of Podfathers that explained that it's important to take some time out of your week to be alone, just me and have the wife watch the kids and I'll watch the kids so that she can go and have her alone time. So as long as I use my alone time for this podcast every week, <laughs> I think I could be all right. <laughs> yep. And if you don't, we'll just like replace you or like, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. This has real rookie of the year vibes right now. When he gets the, he gets to like, he becomes a cub and the other two are like, I hate this guy now. <laughs> and like, except you're, you have a kid and your life is the opposite of being a, it's a, like a way worse. worse. It's way worse. It's so much worse. <laughs> it's like you have like a torn, it's like you would need Tommy John surgery basically. Yeah. <laughs> instead of becoming the cub, the yeah. picture of the cub. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, Pat. I'm going to go with Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, Howard Langston from Jingle All the Way. So the lengths that this man goes to to get his son, the Turbo Man doll, is unbelievable. He fights Sinbad. He fights Super Mecha Sinbad later in the movie. Like, <laughs> he will do anything to get that one Christmas present, which I obviously don't have kids. I do have, you know, my two godsons who I love very much. I okay. would do that for them. But being able to do that for your son and then becoming Turbo Man at the end of the movie is tops you could have also taken toby from that christmas episode of the office where he pays like 400 bucks for the doll and then it's like, and then it's like and he has to not be racist in that moment 
Oh, wait, doesn't he literally do that? And it speaks Spanish in the movie or something yes, like that? Yes, but he doesn't go. He, he ends up right. leaving that doll and going and getting another one. Okay. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Underrated dad performance by Arnold oh, yeah. there. I, I kind of like, I kind of think you'd take a little bit of the Arnold accent to mix with the Sean Connery just yes. to see what that, what that becomes. In, in your All right, Pat, hit us. Hit us with your Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> slash Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time for the lag. That was perfect. We didn't need it. I'm so, I've never been more happy with a lag in my Wait, life. Wait, no, you didn't have anything? Uh, we'll, no, we heard it. We heard it. We'll we'll perfect. The internet gods like jumped in front of it yeah. like, like a bullet, basically. <laughs> <laughs> for the people's ears at home. All right, I'm going to take us away from whatever was about to happen there. <laughs> take us into our next pick. Um, so I'm going to take someone who is strict, but has a gentleness to him. And uh, also like Arnold would do anything for his kids and anything for his family, really. And um, he's not really referred to as a father, but he is a father. And that's Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He's R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. He's just the perfect mix of just stern, but also will give you that hug. Like, you don't need to be afraid to get a hug from him at the same time. I'll take time. a hug. I would love and to Rich. Yeah, and rich. That and helps. Rich. <laughs> and you know what? Looking back now, he played the role of like the punching bag because, like, every dad, at least my family, dad's the one who always gets clowned. No one clowns mom. Dad always <laughs> yeah. gets clowned. I used to clown yeah. my dad. Mike can already tell my kids are going to clown me. And he took it on the chin from Will, who was his goddamn nephew that he took from across the country. I mean, Jazz wasn't blood, so he got thrown out whenever yeah. he pulled that move. But Phil always took it on the chin. You got to give respect for a guy True. who's a judge who's like an esteemed member of the community, just taking crap from everyone in his household. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no matter who you are outside of the house, you're dad when you're in the house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's yeah. a good way to put it. All right. So I got, these are my last two. They all came back to me. So uh, I'm going to make a decision here. Cause I got five. Ooh, so first one I'm going to do just cause we, we mentioned it earlier. we mentioned the driving down to um, South of the border, driving to Florida. You need to have someone. Cause I, at least it's always been for my family uh, and cur- my current family. And then growing up, dad was the one who always drove the car. If, if, if both parents were in the car, dad was the one driving. You're driving long trips to Florida. You need someone steady at the wheel who can go through 24 hour rides. You know, can handle any kind of thing that's thrown their way. My dad was always a great driver, could always like, you know, avoid some crazy stuff. He knew when a guy was going to be over the yellow line, like five seconds before it happened, he could see everything coming. If anything yep. happens, he's ready to rock. And you have someone who could go through snow, through wind, through fire, through <laughs> desert. I'm taking Donkey Kong. I'm not even a Donkey Kong guy in Mario Kart, <laughs> but you need to have a guy who's steady Eddie. Donkey Kong, he's not the fastest driver, but he always stays the course. Oh, he can speed up. He stays on the map. It's hard to knock him off. If you hit him with a blue shell, he can still keep going. You need someone steady behind the wheel. Donkey Kong. That is zag. great. That is a fucking zag. <laughs> I, I love not that. not that coming. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. Why we have a hell of a squad here? right now. Yeah. We got the Mountain, Fix of Felix, and Donkey Kong right now. Wow. I'm chilling. I'm in my dad Frankenstein. Wow. Uh, now I have to figure out who I'm going to choose between these two. All right. I'm going to go. I got, uh, I, I, I want to use my boy, but I can't go. I'm going coach Taylor from Friday night lights. Yeah. Basically just yeah. like, I mean, that's like my favorite dad. I just call him the more, I just put moral compass. I want his moral compass. He's just, he's the football coach of the, of the family. He's the, the head of the family, the leader, whatever you want to call it. He's the guy keeping a steady Eddie. Um, even though Mrs. Coach, kind of runs the roost in that house let's call a spade a spade mm, yeah. but, but but that guy is the coach that's the guy we need coach judge of the new york giants that's my guy here coach taylor <laughs> going with uh, friday night lights i feel like that's so important though to be able to run for a man to be able to run an entire football field and still be able to take 
like direction from his wife and understand that like she's important and stuff, but still have the command. I feel like there's a, a fine line to dance there, you know, which is important. Yeah, and give coach credit for this. He never mentions how goddamn ugly that baby is. That is the ugliest <laughs> in all of television. It looks like an alien, little Gracie Bell or whatever her name is. It's been a yeah. while since I've seen it last. Um, <laughs> he never says a thing about the baby being ugly. My wife and I, um, when we were dating, we went to like a photo booth. And if you, you take a picture and then it gives you like a picture where your kids will look like. And we're like, oh my God, those are ugly babies. And <laughs> we always said, if we had ugly kids, we would say it, tell each other they're ugly kids. Luckily, knock on wood, we had both of our kids were, were born beautiful and they've been beautiful ever since. But if they were ugly, I would have had no problem admitting I had ugly kids. So shout out to Coach <laughs> Taylor for biting That's what his that lip black and, market's for. That's what the black markets were full of, flooded with ugly babies. Yeah. <laughs> ugly yeah. baby kidneys worth the same as a pretty baby kidney. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, great picks there, Clem. That was a powerhouse. Yeah, those are powerful. All right, let, um, let's close this baby out. Okay, so I'll go. I'll be quick with mine. So we need someone who's going to be able to keep a watchful eye over their kid at all times. Um, someone who always develops a powerful connection to that child, so that they 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 always feel a part of each other. And um, I'm going to go with the Eye of Sauron from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, and you want that connection yeah yeah it's like important his, when the kid starts walking yeah so i just feel like the relationship he has with the ring that's kind of what i would want with my kid darth vader and the isr on so two two fourths of his dad here. oh don't forget the t-rex now yeah the t-rex, the t-rex too. we've gone dark believe it or not that's a man who doesn't want kids yeah <laughs> uh for my final pick uh i'm gonna go with jason furious styles jr which is Lawrence Fishburne's character from Boys in the Hood. So, <laughs> it's a deep cut, but okay. Real, real, like, tough love on this one. But, like, he tried his fucking hardest to raise his kid right after, after he got sent to him by his mom and did everything he could to help his son get out of the situation that they were in. He parented it all, like, on all Madden lo- mode over there. Yeah. Like, Daddy, <laughs> yeah, he to raise the kid, whatever the stats were about it, be, seeing your 18th birthday, all that stuff. And the kid comes to him like, halfway through. It's, it's in the, it literally in the hood is, is in the title of the movie. Um, yep. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know. Like, when, when the song, like, uh, when Ooh Child is playing in a scene of a movie you're in and you're raising a kid, that means it ain't easy. So, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. like that pick. Don't like tell me the odds. Don't there's tell a, me them. <laughs> there's a line in the movie, Nate. Uh, where he me. says, uh, any fool with a dick can make a baby. Only a real man can raise his children. Preach. I think Qui-Gon Jinn said that, actually. <laughs> I, I guess I earned myself a new watch of Star Wars through. I, I, I earned it. Nate, I have to say, if Qui-Gon raised... I think like what we're supposed to say is if Qui-Gon raised Anakin, he actually would have turned out the way they wanted to. It's yeah. just it was thrown It was thrown on Obi-Wan's plate, so you should have kept Qui-Gon. That was a bad move by you. Awful move Man, by you. Man, I can't believe yeah. you guys talked me out of it. Peer pressure. <laughs> that was a test. That was the first test. Yeah. Damn. I Chris yeah. McCaffrey in my queue, and you guys talked me into like some bullshit. <laughs> like, back hey, Lacey. <laughs> yeah. I got to take my last pick, Mufasa. He was... The man, the king, and the lion. Well, yeah, I was going to say he's a lion. (laughs) So I'm going to take, and this is is like a real deal thing that I wish I could have, is his ability to (laughs) recognize, real deal. I want his ability to recognize teaching moments. There were times when he's walking and he says, I I could just sit here and walk with my kid and enjoy the moment, but I'm going to tell him that now's a good time to practice praying on Zazu or whatever, you know, he knows when to, when to talk, 
when to give this motivational speech and when to just, you know, let it sit and he can jump into action. So I'm taking Mufasa. Now, Nate, I feel like you're, you're allowing Mufasa to take some credit that belongs to Timon and Pumbaa. They gave him bad advice. Did they? Hakuna Matata is bad advice? Yeah, he eventually goes back on that and becomes king. Uh, if only Qui-Gon was part of this dad to kind of talk <laughs> into the right thing, it might have fixed it. Yeah. It's the same thing. If, if Mufasa raised Simba, Simba would have been better. If Qui-Gon raised Anakin, then there's the Darth Vader. <laughs> so is Timon and, is Timon and Pumbaa Obi-Wan? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I get. Wow, wow! My I just got blown. Out of <laughs> See the, my eye. I'm just. Is the Lion <laughs> King just a remake of Star Wars, and I've missed I it? I gotta this rewatch whole time? it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, great. Well, Nate, do you feel better prepared to be a dad now? I feel equally prepared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go rewatch all the every movie mentioned. I will rewatch, yep. and then I'll feel very good about it. Just ask yourself, what would Donkey Kong do in this situation? <laughs> yeah. That's great. No, I'm I'm uh, over the moon and ready for it all. And I'm just, you know, we got some some hard times coming up. Until then, with the pregnancy, I'm sure that there's gonna be some bumps that I'm not expecting that I'm gonna be able to maneuver around. And then once the baby's born, it's just gonna get better and better. So. Uh-huh. The the way I put it, and this is not meant to scare you. Like I've I've had many things to scare you about. It's the best thing in your life when it's not the worst, and that's it is the worst, but it's also the best. So think about that. There's a, there's best. It's like the force, man. There's light and there's dark side. I don't know if you know what that means. I don't know if you've ever seen a Star Wars movie, but there's this thing <laughs> called the force, and there's a life force, and it not. It's, it's midichlorians. I've seen yeah, the Star Wars. midichlorians. We get it. Midichlorians. <laughs> Yeah. Great. Well, Clem, as if you need to, uh, do you want to plug your uh, social, plug your show? Sure. Yep. Uh, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, whatever, the, at The Clem Report, and then CLEM, The Clem Report. And then we have uh, Podfathers, uh, at Podfather Show. Podfathers is the podcast. We got to believe if there's any Met fans out there. Uh, I'm on a, I don't know, barstoolsports.com. If you see Clem on there, I wrote it. I was, I made it. I did whatever it was with it. So, uh, this was actually a, a lot, a lot of fun. Great. We're yeah. glad we could have you yeah, on. Thanks it for was, coming on. It was so much fun. Um, if you want to follow us, the podcast you're listening to, you can follow us at Twitter, at Bungalow Live Pod, Instagram, Live from the Beach Bungalow. We have our website, beachbungalowlive.com. Come follow us. Rate, subscribe, review. Um, you'll see all the links in, the, in our show notes. And uh, until next time, folks, bada bing. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm the baby. Gotta love me. <laughs> <laughs>